Hello friends, Mali Pompadit here, CEO of the SOAR Community Network and co-founder of the SOAR Community Nebula. We are interviewing 1,000 champions of change this year, at least that's our goal. And today we have Ms. Catherine White with us. Catherine, thank you so much for being with us. You're welcome. Thank Pleasure you. to be here. Oh my God, my goodness. I am so happy to know that the work that you're doing, which people will learn about in a few minutes here, is a reality out there in the world and it's much needed. And um, going around and speaking with people who really have have change in their heart, a, a huge desire to create a better world, it's really inspiring. So, but when we get started here, I'd love for you to have um, a few moments to talk about who you really are in the world and what you do. And we could start professionally and then we'll dive into more of the heart-centered focus. Okay, happy uh, to tell you all about myself. My name is Catherine White. I'm an organizer and activist in Annadale, Virginia. And my personal life, I have two grown boys and a dog named Boo and a husband I've been hanging with for about 36 years. Wow. So that really helps me in my backbone of my work. Um, I have a bachelor's in women's studies, which makes me a little unique with that perspective of the work I do. And then I recently got my master's in public administration and nonprofit management, which helps me understand how government is supposed to work. And that really gives me also some intelligence on the situations when we, in the work I do around policy. So that really helps. Um, but what I have to say is what I think I offer the world right now professionally is a path forward to save our democracy. Um, I'm part of an amazing grassroots movement led mainly by women, and we believe in the power of people to affect change. Um, and what does that really mean? Well, after the election of 2016, I became more politically active. Um, we organized people to get into the DC march because we realized that protesting and marching weren't enough. So using my background in uh, women's studies and different, uh, my beliefs and my passions around equal rights and civil rights, uh, we decided that we needed to have political power. So we formed a group called Network Nova. And in a nutshell right now, our main goal is to get Democrats elected, to get people active in the process and to take back power, really uh, to, to really for people power. And I also believe that the world needs something different. Um, women are offering that difference. And women like myself and the grassroots are leading the way forward to protect and preserve our democracy. So I really think women are doing this in a unique way. We use our, uh, we invent different tools and tactics that I think that the establishment uh, has not thought of. For instance, we are sending postcards out to all the voters to tell them, hey, get engaged in voting. Um, women build power differently, uh, women to women through relationships. And I think that we also understand that we have to build power by working across districts and breaking down silos and kind of really trying to empower the individual to get involved in the political process. Um, and one thing I do, one thing Network Nova does really well is creates a platform for people to come together. Uh, we got our start organizing and connecting and networking, and we continue that as our really our main goal is to connect people throughout, you know, Virginia, and actually we connect with people outside of Virginia, really how to grow our democracy. And one big event we do is the Women's Summit. And that creates an awesome platform for candidates to come together, grassroots to come together, regular people to come together to really fight for what they believe in. 
Well, Catherine, Saving Our Democracy is a huge, huge, huge. job. <laughs> and I uh, appreciate you rallying everyone who has the uh, interest, time, right. and energy to make it happen. And we're going to give you um, a, a little bit more time to talk about the cause and, and uh, how, how it gets organized and all that later on in the interview. Uh, and what I would like to ask next is just you personally, right. your journey. Um, in your life, have you experienced conscious leadership, uh, compassion, love, um, that really helps set the tone for who you are today. Uh, is there a, a somebody that you want to mention or some bodies or an experience that really well, comes to mind? Yeah, I think two experiences uh, affected me profoundly. Uh, one uh, is the loss of my mother. I lost her when she was very young. To me, she was only 60 years old and I was still a young lady. And um, that loss and the, the compassion and support that I received from other people really taught me about, really about the, what the, the role of community is, right? And that what the best thing you could do for people is to show up for them and to be present when they are in their time of need. And so I think that that really shaped me for the last 20 years um, since my mother's passing is that one, it also informed me about death. I'm not afraid of that. I find that um, that way I can really be an advocate for other people. And when I, when you do, when you do experience true love and support, and you accept it gratefully, you're so grateful for it that you want to give it, and it makes you a better person. So when you experience loss, I think in and, and actually in your leadership role, you realize how important it is to support people and to be there and to be present. And I think the other thing that really shaped me as a leader is the, uh, the experience of my son having a mental breakdown when he was a young man. And he was put in solitary confinement. This happened to, in a place that he was far from home. And that experience really harmed him. And that impact of people helping me get him help, um, people that were inside the system and outside the system taught me also how important advocacy is on issues and how that really affects real people. And so I think that those things really make me a better leader. Uh, I really try to be there for people. And then I really understand how important it is to be there to advocate for people that don't have a voice. Not everybody can get the help they need. So, right. Yeah. Community is, is huge. huge. We need it as human beings. We need people. We're social beings. Yes, absolutely. Um, and life can be very isolating and lonely. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, so important. Great. Well, as we talk about community, um, when you think of a community builder, when you think of a change agent or champion for yes. change, what attributes come to mind? Well, right away, somebody fearless, you know, passionate. Uh, I know, you know, a risk taker that kind of knows the con consequences that may come with that uh, risk. And I think also change agents have to be, when you're leaders, you have to have a level of integrity, even in that fight to make change. I think because real change happens when you get more consensus. I mean, I say there's sometimes as change agents who have to, um, do things that may be in a loud way, but I think real change sticks when you do it in a respectful way. But being fearless and having courage, um, standing up for what you believe in, and being that risk taker, those things uh, come to mind. Great. 
Well, now we're going to give you some, uh, some more time to spotlight Network Nova. So the question is, how do you yes. uh, give back to your community? How do you use your gifts, your talents, your skills to really rally the troops and, and make change happen? So please let us know how, how that looks like in your world, what that looks like. Oh, it, so yeah, what that looks like in my world. Well, I think that, um, you know, just my true dedication and passion to women's rights, even from, from when I was a young girl, that I, I have that passion. And, and I think uh, in my role, in my leadership role, that I have a tendency to be fair and kind and try to work together with everybody. And I think that puts me in a place where people do have a level of respect that I'm going to treat them a certain way. So I think when you bring people to the table and you want to really make uh, issue, you know, really make change happen, you have to have that level of respect. And, and in my job and my background, I do a lot of fundraising um, for groups I care about. So I've learned in my life too, when you're asking people for money, they have to trust you. They have to believe you in what you do. And so you really have to have that level of integrity. So I think that one, um, I also don't ask people to do something I wouldn't do, right? So when we're out here doing all this work in the grassroots, um, it can get kind of crazy trying to figure out what needs to happen. So you have to be able to, you know, to, to use your influence by showing up at, at groups and asking them what they're doing to make a difference. And you do a lot of listening. And then you figure out how to build those coalitions by talking to those leaders and getting together with them to try to figure out the solutions. You know, for instance, when we first started Network Nova, we, we right away, because we're really talking to a lot of people and not staying in our bubble, that we went around and we realized right away we needed to get people elected. We developed a program called Adopt, Adopt a Candidate, and we just started to kind of uh, talk to other groups about how they can work with us. So I think, you know, it, it's coming from a level of respect um, and passion. And I also, I'll say this about me, um, is, is I like to have fun. So anything I do, I do with joy. And so when, you're, when I have an event, people like to come because one, I'm going to make it fun because this work is hard. There's, it, there's not a there's not like a nine to five to it. So darn if I'm not going to do all I can to make people um, feel welcome and happy. And, you know, we're going to work on serious stuff, but we're going to also, uh, you know, have fun doing it. So I think I had a particular flair for doing that. Um, making feel, people feel comfortable and welcome is very important. Great. So, and what do, you, what do you personally have as a goal for this year's event summit for instance what would it be like to to have it look like for you and what would success feel like those are big questions <laughs> um, <clears throat> i appreciate them but yes well people showing up would be great <laughs> no i'm teasing uh we'll show up there were hundreds <laughs> last year <laughs> yeah so you know the women's summit again was something that came out of this you know thinking 
from women's, a woman's point of view, based on Seneca Falls, where women came together to do the sentiment, you know, the declaration of sentiments of, of, of what they wanted uh, the world to hear that they needed. And that was in 1848. So we modeled the summit on that idea. We wanted to have a way that people came together so everybody had a chance to kind of be heard, that their issues were on the table. And so for me, success looks like that we build it even bigger, that our room looks even more diverse. Um, and when we started out our first year in 70 days, we did a summit. We didn't know exactly what we were doing and we did a, I feel like a fantastic job, but we also looked around and said, Hey, what didn't we do well? And what we realized is there was a bunch of just white people in the room with a very few people of color. And we said, we need to do better. So I think that's also, you know, something that you have to do as a leader well is realize hey, you're, you need to improve and you have to assess. And we did. So the next year, well, we, did, we had more time to organize. We had about 800 people. And it was their stage was much more diverse. We tried really hard to, to, to try to work across groups to make that happen. But we still realized that our audience were, you know, was not as diverse. So this year, um, we've worked really hard on that in a real way, uh, building relationships. So success to me this year would be our audience being a third at least diverse. So we've made new friends. Um, we addressed issues and concerns that, you know, our African-American sisters, our people of different ethnicities are, are experiencing. And we want to make sure that we are including them. You know, we're, we've got to get outside of our bubble. So that's one metric of success. And not only people showing up, um, people walking away with great training, great workshops, um, and they're ready to hit the doors, uh, and knock doors for candidates and get people elected. So that would be awesome to see that power just build up and that enthusiasm there. Right. Do you want to mention when it's going to take place this year? Oh, I could. Um, it, it, yeah, very well. It's after the primary. So that's June 28th, 29th, and 30th. And it's the, the Hilton McLean in Virginia, uh, Tyson's Corner area. So it's three days of action. We have Fridays all go local. We'll have all the local candidates because that's another thing we've learned is that we have to focus on the local issues they're so important to the kitchen table issues. They're how you educate your kids, you know, where your kids go to school, um, everything from gun safety to, you know, even healthcare at the local level. And then on Saturday, uh, we will do the Senate power and in the morning have all the candidates there, all 140 are invited. In the afternoon, we'll talk about women's empowerment, leadership, uh, race issues, issues of equity. And at night, we'll have the power jam, and it's about telling your story. And because women need to tell their story, because if, if we don't tell our story, then somebody else tells it for you. So we really are trying to sort of take back that power. And then on Sunday, we wake up and have our badass breakfast, and we'll go big and bigger with national um you know national presence there with some of the congressional candidates so it's three days so you asked a, a little question with a big answer <laughs> yes no fantastic fantastic we'll want to spread the word and support you yes for sure you. that's very important um when times are tough for you Catherine, and uh you have some down days or perhaps yes. some down years is there a motto or a philosophy or a quote that empowers you that moves you forward 
Well, I have to say that when uh, about my motto is for me personally is I get things done. And I think that's how I live my life. I, I, I it kind of earned that by all the work I've done. I say to myself, I, th I say, I get things done. Um, I'm a runner. I get into a race to win. And so when you give me something I believe in, I really uh, have my heart all in it. So I get things done. But I will say it's grounded by an Abraham Lincoln quote that all that I owe, um, all that I am, I owe to my dear mother. And I'd say my father. So I really, really realize the person I am who shaped me is my mom, who is so fearless, a real visionary as a woman, a good, a great role model. And my father, who was so compassionate, was raised very poor, and just was the most generous person you'd ever want to know. Um, and so those two quotes sort of really are my grounding that I really realized uh, who gave me the, my character who shaped me and that my mom always said, you know, you better win. <laughs> she taught me that, you know, to be my best. And so I hear her all the time in my brain, like she's always pushing me forward to do my best and to, and, and to just, just do everything I can to make a difference in the world. Well, you're certainly doing that. Um, what is, or what does a better world look like through your eyes? Oh boy, that's another big question. Um, a better world would be where I, I really think just on a simple level, uh, one where we can really respect and love each other truly. I think we see this escalation of violence in the world. So I think it's just getting to really take the time to really get to know each other and break down those barriers. And so a better world would be a truly um, putting aside this idea, you know, not buying into this fear and really understanding we have to lead with love. And I think uh, that's just a testament to, to really what I believe humans are capable of. Um, so better world be, would be that because I think when you lead with that, I think all other things definitely can be better. How we get along on race issues, how we take care of our planet we live on. Um, if you lead with love. So I don't know if that's a great answer, but it's a wonderful it, answer. Yeah, it's hard to vision. It's a wonderful answer and it's uh, it's powerful to to know that there's so many community builders who are operating and making decisions based on love as hard yes. as it is sometimes uh, to Truly. to to do the task required to operate from right. a place of love um, but it's important for us to do i definitely believe so because truly uh one of the great leaders i admire who is an agent change agent is sam Russell. he's a delegate here in virginia and he's really taught me that and modeled that for me as a leader you know you don't humiliate your opponent you you if you're really a change agent you build consensus you listen and i think that's what the world needs is to lead in that manner. And I think that's, I like to see our government lead like that. And, and really by that way, you listen to the people mm -hmm. and people aren't, you know, so able to just kind of get a little feeling left behind and then it gets a little crazy if they feel left out, you know. Mm -hmm. Catherine, thank you so much for your passion. Oh, you're welcome. For your drive and for the work that you're doing with all the other incredible team members that you have behind Absolutely. it happen. Really appreciate everything that you're doing at the grassroots level. Yes. And to have 800 plus people show up last year. That would be great, yes. Um, and then hopefully more this year. 
it's, it's pretty inspiring. So thank you so much. Well, how can our audience learn more about you, learn more about Network Nova and the summit coming up? Well, I would say the simplest thing is go to networknova.org. And that's the best way is to go to networknova.org. It has everything there on the website. And um, if I can just say thank you for having me. And I'm so uh, grateful to be able to speak to your audience. And I do want to say also um, a big call out to all the women and men in the grassroots working so hard. I mean, we couldn't do this without each other. And it's so important. Um, I'm just one of many. So thank you for having me here today. Absolutely. You're very welcome. For those that are watching, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you had some um, inspiring, inspiring mm -hmm. words of wisdom come through for you um, by Miss Catherine here. If you're interested in nominating yourself or someone in the community that's making a huge impact, please go to nebula.soar, that's S-O-A-R, uh, communitynetwork.com nebula.soarcommunitynetwork.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you very, very soon. Take care, everybody.